Hello and welcome to the WordPress Chick Podcast. Brought to you by the WPChick.com. WordPress explained for those of us who get headaches when we hear words like PHP and functions, but want to make money with their WordPress sites. No boring code snippets here. Just WordPress happiness made easy. Now, here's your host, Kim Doyle, the WordPress Chick. Hey, what's up, everybody? Happy New Year. Well, almost Happy New Year. It is actually uh, New Year's Eve today and while I'm recording this. And I thought, perfect time, right, to do my year-end review. And this can be a little bit different. First of all, a happy belated holidays to everybody. Whatever you celebrate, wherever you are in the world, I hope, uh, I hope it was fabulous. And just bear with me today because, um, I don't know, there seems to be a little frog in my throat. I'm kind of coughing a lot. Maybe not a great day to record an episode, but the show must go on. Yeah, I totally said that. All right, so today's episode is the truth about 2015, showing up in 2016, and way more fun. By the way, I just have to tell you guys, I did, uh, I upgraded the mic. This is a Heil Pro. I'm super excited. I'm using a mixer though too. I'm still working on the sound levels. I feel like some of these recordings are kind of loud. Uh, so bear with me as we we uh, <laughs> get the sound sorted, meaning I've got, I actually got some audio, those foam tiles too. So anywho, just know that I'm going to keep tweaking. Uh, but I'm kind of tripping out right now that I'm doing another year in year in review podcast episode. You know, is it me or do you guys feel like you say that every year? Like, where did the year go? Right. And the strange thing about that is that the day to day doesn't necessarily feel like it's flying by. But all of a sudden you're going, what the bucket? Like it's December 31st. And I feel like it was just August 31st, right? Um, oh, actually, before I go too much further, guys, I did want to give a quick shout out. Hold on one second um, to another review. I'm, I'm, if, and feel free, you guys, when you leave the reviews, I don't know if this sounds cheesy or not, uh, but you are more than welcome to um, leave uh, your website if you've got a site, whatever. I'd love to give you a shout out or give me your name or whatever, or, or let me know. Um, that you sent the review in because, uh, yeah, I totally appreciate those. They, they mean the world to me. And I've had a lot of fun recently connecting with, with podcast listeners. So if you got, feel free to email me or whatever. Let's hop on Skype. Um, I've been doing that a little bit, and uh, I'm totally digging it. It's, it's super fun. So anyways, I, I wanted to give a shout-out. And, of course, I have completely redone my site. So finding stuff quickly and on the fly is not as, as fabulous as I would love to to think it is, because I don't know if you've noticed, if you haven't looked at the site in a while and seen the new theme, please check it out. I'm pretty stoked, but I'm, I'm really loving this full width post and I, I like the kind of no sidebars. So it's just a matter of going back now and editing things, right? But I just a shout out to Fit Junkie 1011 from the US. Thank you. And I do need to pull up the international reviews, but thank you so much for the review. Five star, a must listen. I appreciate it. It meant the world to me. So thanks. All right, let's go back to 2015. And first, I have to tell you, when I was thinking about the title for this post, I started laughing to myself because it kind of implies that I've lied <laughs> about the previous annual reviews or, you know, um, I, I've lied about other things, which obviously I have not. Um, but I think you guys know me well enough to know that it just means I'm going to share the good, the bad, and the ugly, the ups and downs, all of it. Um, and I have to tell you guys, I am getting so obsessed um, with CoSchedule. I used the CoSchedule headline analyzer, which if you have CoSchedule, it's now built in, which is brilliant. I kind of I kind of go back and forth between the using CoSchedule in my WordPress dashboard and using the web app. And I promise I'm going to do a training on this because... It's, it's really helping me with my content strategy, and it just rocks, not to mention their content is fabulous. But anyway, I, I need to get them on the show. But I did use the co-schedule headline analyzer for this post title, and I have to tell you, I got an A+, like right out of the gate. I was kind of pleased with myself <laughs> because the, some of the, the previous posts that I've been using the headline analyzer for, I write six, seven times, excuse me, 
And it really works, you guys. These post titles are working. It's helping with me, helping me with my content. Uh, but make sure to check out CoSchedule. Anyways, so I kind of want to structure this episode and post a little bit different than some of the previous year in review posts I've done. Because uh, instead of going through it in chronological order, I'm going to start uh, with the end in mind, as in <laughs> December of 2015. Um, and why... Am I doing that? It's because, well, obviously, it's the most fresh in my mind, right? But this year kind of kicked my butt. Um, This year kind of kicked my butt because I have a tendency, I'm one of those people that I go and go and go until I hit a wall and then I crash, right? Um, It used to bother me that I I would hit this wall. But then I realized, of course, with the help of Susan, uh, my therapist, that um, that's my process. And it's it's not good, bad, and different. It's just how I work. Because the thing is, you know, when I am working from that inspired place and I'm on a roll, I'm not going to stop. It it seems silly. You know what I mean? It's kind of like um, (laughs) the the image I just got in my head was like you can't force a wide awake you know, excited toddler to go sleep. It's just not going to happen. And so it's kind of like that. I I literally just equated myself to a toddler. But you know what I'm saying? It's like when you're inspired and things are flowing, I I can't stop myself at that point. I mean, I could, but why would you, right? So I've learned that that's part of my process. I go, I go, I go. Then I hit a wall and then I crash and I have to kind of check out. And it may just be a day or, or a nap even, right? Like an afternoon nap. Um, and that that usually happens to me like on a bigger scale around this time of year, like kind of Christmas time. I get like, I just need to check out for a little bit. But it hit me a lot earlier this year. By mid-November, I was fried and I really wanted simply to slow down. And if you guys have heard the um, my my rant in the car podcast episode where I said I was um, you know, so tired of hearing, just do the work, just F and do the work, right? Um, I, I just felt this need to slow down and put the brakes on a few things and listen to what I needed most, which was simplicity, right? It's it's very easy in this space, especially as somebody who loves finding new things. Keep in mind, I I feel like I've gotten a lot better at keeping focused, right? Like, and not, um, like I didn't, I didn't launch any new, like completely sideways, go different directions, go do something different. Um, I, I still have a, like my primary focus in my business. I'm still creating content, you know, all of those things are still moving. So that's good. But I, I didn't want any external influence, if that makes sense. Um, and so I decided to take the month off from my mastermind, my mastermind, easy for me to say, Um, and I, I simply made sure that I wasn't overscheduled and I canceled any webinars that I was going to do. Um, I was going to host a webinar for a couple other people and I just said, yeah, going to kind of put the, I was going to say, what is that kibosh? Is that correct? Um, I, and I just, I stopped any promotions. I was like, you know what? I, I need, I just need a little bit of breathing space, if that makes sense. And I actually said no a lot and it felt really great. Um, And the external influences that for me, what happens, like I've, I've raved about my mastermind, right? I love everybody in there. I love the, um, I love the accountability. I love the inspiration stuff, but I, I simply wanted to get the work done and they they're great on that, right? In terms of, okay, what's, what's your next action? What's your next action? And we do that every week and, and we touch base on what I said I was going to do this week, what we're going to do. And they're there to help that if I'm working on a campaign and, and I want to share my screen and look at ads or whatever that is, I, we do that on those calls. So, so know that it's not like this just mindset type of thing, but I felt like I needed to finish things. I needed to, I needed to simplify. And if I put more on my plate, because for me, what happens is if I, in that, I I felt like I wasn't grounded, right? So in that environment, I'm going to keep putting more and more on my plate because all of a sudden I'm going to feel like, well, I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing enough. And I knew that I wasn't grounded enough to hear that, or I wasn't grounded enough to, um, 
what's what I'm looking for? To be able to participate in those calls and not judge myself for what I was or wasn't doing. I'm, I'm really hoping this makes sense to you guys. So I was like, okay, well, the one thing I can do is protect, be protective of what I need, which was time to myself, you know, get a little bit grounded and, and really enjoy the time. Um, I, as someone who spent, what, 25, 20, 25 years in retail management, you can only imagine what my Christmases used to be like, right? I was that <laughs> oh so resentful person who had to be at the store. I was always the store manager at like six o'clock the day after Thanksgiving. I was working six days a week between Thanksgiving and Christmas. So I really, I relish the fact that I don't have to go crazy at this time of year, you know, and like, you will never find me in a store, uh, black Friday, Thanksgiving weekend. I just <laughs> never, ever going to happen anyways. So I really wanted to just take that time for myself and it was kind of phenomenal. Kind of. It really was. I, I had a, a really great time on Christmas with the family. Um, it's, I'm sitting here New Year's Eve and, and planning and organizing for the new year. Um, I don't even know if I'm going to do anything tonight. I'm I'm one of those people, trust me, like I've done all the crazy New Year's, been in San Francisco, been in Lake Tahoe, all that stuff. Um, and I, I enjoy social drinking, but I, I don't like losing a day recuperating. And that's a whole other side topic. So we're going to get back to the post. And let's look at 2015. Okay, so the first thing, let's talk about travel, because this is always on my agenda for the year. I love to travel. At the same time, I am a total homebody, too. I know this sounds like a complete contradiction, but I, I had some great trips in 2015, both for business and personal. My mastermind, we do, uh, they, there's three live events every year. We did Vegas in February, which I could never go to Las Vegas again, and it would be too soon. But the trip was amazing. The hotel was great, and we got to race Ferraris. So, And if, if you've ever considered doing that, do it. It was I, you know, I thought it would be fun, but I had no idea how much fun it really was going to be. That was amazing. We also got to go tour uh, Zappos. That was a great trip. Um, and then in June, we went to Maui and I brought uh, my best friend and project manager, uh, Allison, with me on that trip. And I'd have to say that Maui was probably my favorite because it was a great combination of work and relaxation, right? Like Vegas, um, the masterminds are pretty intense. Like we go from the night we get in and all day Wednesday, you know, or all day the first day, we do like an adventure day and dinner the second day. Then we do another meeting day. That It's nonstop, literally from the time we get in. So Maui was great because I went in, <coughs> excuse me, I went in, what, two days? Like, like the mastermind actually starts usually on a Wednesday. So we flew in Monday. And first of all, just to get to do that, I don't know if I've explained before, but Allison, my project manager, um, <laughs> we're very simpatico, obviously, but like we go back to high school. That's how long we've been friends. So to be able to share my business with her and have her connect with everybody in the mastermind and see sort of what we do and what this is all about, we just had a great time, right? We literally spent an entire day by the pool, got sunburned, uh, got massages, that kind of stuff. So that was a great trip. And then the last mastermind was in Orlando in October, which was great. Um, I brought my son and my niece on that trip. And, you know, as a ridiculously obsessed Harry Potter fan, I'm sitting here on my Hogwarts throw on my chair that my daughter got me for Christmas. Um, I don't think I'm bringing family on those trips. You know, the kids are older, they're 14 and 12, but it's one of those things that those trips are, are important to me. And anytime you bring kids anywhere, right, you got to be responsible for them, obviously. Um, I did, I did fly in a private jet. Um, I flew to St. Louis and flew out in a private jet with my friend Trey. That was outstanding. It certainly makes commercial travel <laughs> difficult. Um, but I'm also not one of those people. I like flying first class. It's plenty for me. I don't feel a need um, for a jet. I don't want to be responsible for that much stuff. Uh, but it was great. It was a great experience. Um, but I really, having having done that, I don't know if, I don't know, I, I, I'm pretty sure I won't be bringing family on any of those trips again. I think probably I'd love to bring Allison again. The company pays for it. It's a write-off, all of that. Uh, but I'm not sure about that. But <clears throat> the trips were great. 
I also went to Las Vegas in May for the first ClickFunnels event and then went to the south of France with my daughter in July uh, for her graduation. And then I actually ended up canceling a trip to Ireland in November, bought the ticket, was going to go with a friend. She was feeling a little squeezed and I I was wondering what I was thinking, (laughs) like booking that trip when Orlando was literally a month before, like I would have gotten home from Orlando and three weeks later turned around and gone to Ireland, which I, I'm still going to do hopefully this, this coming up here. Um, and you guys hear my heart. I am so not complaining about the opportunities and the blessings that have shown up in my life. But like, I think, where, I know I went somewhere last January, but for the life of me, I can't think of what that was. But it was like I traveled every month, January, February, yeah, with... I'm not going to do this to you guys, but the point is almost the first five months of the year, I was going somewhere every month and it was, and my daughter graduated high school last year and my son graduated eighth grade. But it was one of those things that what happens for me when you keep going like that is there's not enough time to get grounded and do the implementation, right? And it's tough sometimes when you see people that seem to just constantly be on the go and everything's just flowing and they never stop. And I, I do this to myself or I'm like, yeah, but I'm not doing this or I'm not doing that. And I'm not, I'm not getting enough done. And I'm, I'm not holding a webinar every week and I haven't launched a new product and I haven't done this. And because while you guys see what I do, like on the public side, we, we keep client work going, right? I have the outsourcing company and I still take website clients, which how many times have I said I'm not doing that anymore? And then Kim got smart and said, this is cash flow. You've created a system. Now that I've got Allison, it's very easy to bring in great projects, work with really good people. She helps manage it. It's, it's really, I have great clients now. It's, it's just fantastic. So all of that's going on. And then, of course, I feel like I'm whining. I'm really not. But then I have a brand and content and a podcast, right? So the client work. My point is that these trips are great and I love them, but too much of it freaking wears me out. So with what I learned, um, all of the trips were great. I really need downtime for myself. I'm probably going to paint myself as this antisocial person. I'm not. And it's really funny, you guys, that it wasn't until I launched my business that I started realizing how much time I crave for myself because there's so much stimulation with what we do, right? We have so much, your, your brain, I don't know about you guys, my brain doesn't stop. And so that's why, like I am a binge watcher of TV because I'm not a huge TV watcher in general, but I love something that will just pull my brain out because most of the time, even with reading, I'm reading a novel right now, but for the most part, it's a lot of nonfiction or spiritual business, marketing, that kind of stuff. So my brain doesn't stop. So I could go a whole weekend and not talk to anybody. (laughs) And again, I I have a great, I mean, I'm blessed. I've got great friends, great family. I feel like I, you know, I love what I do. I know now that I need to recharge that way. And so I, I need to kind of step back. I made a commitment a few years ago that I wasn't going to go to conferences or I wasn't going to go on business trips that weren't relevant to what I was working on at that time, right? And that made a huge difference because it's very easy. Here's a great example. I was talking to uh, a gal, Gina Granger. What's up, Gina? I was talking to her yesterday and she had asked me, you know, she said, you know, do you think I should go to social media, uh, social media summit, right? Uh, Social media examiners, big spring conference. And I was like, eh, you know, because again, for the most part, unless you're totally brand new to online marketing, I don't know that there's anything that's going to be like in a session, right, that you're going to get that's just going to be, oh my God, I learned this, right? However, I think the networking is great, but the truth be told is I've never gone. And so I said, let me connect you uh, with Sandy, uh, a friend and and, uh, former coaching client who went, loved it, has just blossomed. And anyway, so I'm going to connect them. But you know, like for me, like going there, if I decided I wanted to go to a conference, it would be like, I would go for networking only probably. And again, I'm not saying I know it all. But if I were to pick a conference outside of my mastermind events this year, it would probably, well, I think I'm going to go to podcast movement in July. That seems kind of relevant, right? I, I, I have a podcast. I'm launching another one. We do podcasting service. Kind of makes sense. Um, do, doing that. And um, I have a trip in uh, January 
uh, because I'm going to share, I'm embarking on something new. Um, But I want to take this into, in 2016, I want to take that a little bit further. So while I'm super excited to be back in Empire uh, January, I've missed everybody. And and again, I've not been like AWOL. I just was not on any calls. I didn't participate in any of that stuff. Um, <clears throat> I decided I'm probably not going to go to our first event, which is the end of February already. And which is, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to reserve the room just in case, uh, cause it's new Orleans and I've never been to new Orleans and I'd love to go, but I've made a big decision and a big investment and I've decided to hire an ad agency um, to help me with my Facebook campaigns. It's Jason Hornung, and I interviewed him. You guys, the podcast will be out in January. But talk about brilliant. And and I connected with Jason, I think, through Empire. Um, and then uh, Jason referred a recent website client that we were going to have ongoing work with. And, and I asked the client, um, I, I simply said, you know, so how's it going? He's like, the guy's amazing. And I was looking at what am I going to invest in this year and where am I going? And I'm going to talk about that a little bit further down, but in terms of, you know, what is best going to suit me this year is, I don't want to say, you know, the tangibles, but you know what I mean? Like implementation and strategies. And so what Jason's going to do, and I'm going to do a whole podcast episode, probably when I get back, I'm going to a workshop at the end of January um, but they do all the market research they, and you'll hear it all on his interview. So I don't want to go into too much depth, um, but they do all this. They set everything up for you. And then we go and we launch the campaign and then I, I will be able to manage it from that point. But I feel like I've done so much. Well, probably not so much. And I don't <laughs> do a ton of Facebook advertising, but the problem is that when, uh, when I do it, right, it's testing. And I've hired someone else that was the worst campaign ever. But it's like, I don't want to keep, I feel like I'm, I know enough to, to get ads up and running. But I don't know if I'm measuring. Anyways, there's just too much there. So again, in terms of travel, I will be heading to Wisconsin Burr at the end of January. I'm sitting here in Northern California whining, you know, like 55. Um, but it, I'm super stoked. So I'll be sharing that with you guys. And I, I just have learned about the travel piece of it that after the back-to-back travel last year, I need to allow myself some time in between trips to digest what I've learned and then to implement those strategies. Uh, business, my, my business grew exponentially in 2015. And I, I, I haven't run the numbers again, but as of June of 2014, excuse me, as of June of this year, I had earned what I did in all of 2014. However, my expenses grew too, which is part part for the course, right? So in addition to growing my income this year, it's going to be streamlining expenses and processes. That's a huge, huge plan for me. Um, and we're already working on ways to, to take care of that. Um, and I don't know... I don't know about you guys, and I'm not sure if it's just, you know, if this is it's probably not just online marketing, but it's so easy to get caught up in caught up in or buy something or buy into someone else or something else, right, that you think is the solution. Meaning if I invest in this person or I invest in this product, this is going to be the differentiator. This is what's going to take me to the next level. I, I made some of those big investments this year. And, you know, in terms of a, a ROI, ROI, return on investment, <laughs> for those of you who don't understand Kim speak, um, some of those paid off. And then some of those didn't. And some of those also brought me to that much needed break by November because I was also tired of putting my faith and trust into other people before myself. Because here's the thing, you guys, and I don't know if you have felt this. Um, and again, if you guys ever want to chit chat about this, I am an open door. I, this, this stuff kind of keeps me going. But, you know, on a gut level, I knew a couple of those were not right. I, I get excited about stuff. And, you know, like I was <laughs> talking about being like a, a toddler and like getting excited. It's like a little kid who, you know, you open the gates to an amusement park and it's, oh my God, and which ride do I go on first? I am easily, <laughs> I don't want to say easily influenced because I don't know that that's the right word, but it's easy to get caught up in the possibility of stuff, right? And I did that a couple times this year. And looking back, I knew, I absolutely knew in my gut, 
I didn't need to do that. But there was this level in me that was like, oh, I don't want to disappoint them. Girl, girl, <laughs> you could tell I talked to, to friends a lot. That not happening. That is not happening this year. <laughs> and I'm going to talk about what I'm done with. But it was huge. So in terms of my business, you know, the income was great. The, the growing the team was great. I brought Allison on last year. Um, we've, you know, added a couple editors. I've got a couple writers. So all of that is great. But I also know there's more systems that need to go into place. And I don't need to overcomplicate those systems because we did, uh, which brings me also to launching Influence Podcasting. It's a complete done for you podcasting service. However, I didn't go crazy with it, you guys. I did a few case studies. I had a few webinars. We figured out what works, what, did, what, what didn't work. Um, I'm going to continue with it in 2016, but it's going to look a little bit different. Um, but I will talk about that in a little bit. Um, but I can tell you that adding a high ticket offering with something I adore, podcasting, and, and absolutely believe in is probably the best thing I've done in my business so far because it's going to give you some leverage. And if you're not sure about adding some sort of high ticket or you feel like you, you don't have an audience that'll pay that, I can tell you there are plenty of people who will. And I'm not saying you guys slap a high price on something you just anything, right? It's create the value and and get paid for it. it. It's really that simple. And of course, there's a whole traffic and strategy behind it, but it will change your life. If you say to yourself, look, I'm worth more than this. Um, and in having a conversation with somebody recently, I'm like, you have got to raise your prices. However, I get that that's a process too, right? I remember charging 500 bucks for a website and spending hours on the phone with people. I, <laughs> it's just not going to happen. I, I'll charge $500 to do some training with somebody, but and again, that sounds snarky, but it's not, you guys, because you have to remember that you're charging for what you know. What would it cost somebody to learn everything you know and do, right? There's no way that it would be equivalent to what you charge for the most part. Anyways, that's a whole side note. So 2015 was great for business. It really was. It was a phenomenal year. I had some amazing experiences. Um, let's move on to personal <laughs> Lots of personal lessons for Kim in uh, 2015. Fortunately, they were all about one thing, and that was trust. And meaning learning to really trust myself, trust what I know, trust what I feel, and trust myself to just show up in a way that works for me. You know, I am that nut that loves learning new things. I love exploring unknown ideas and concepts. Um, and again, it's, it's that it's very easy to get caught up in the possibility of something but I can make decisions a tad too quickly, which sometimes can pay off. You know, like I'll tell you, if you're somebody that likes to window shop, you would never want to shop with me because the only time I go shopping is when I need something and I go in and I get it and I get out. Mind you, I may shop like I may go to Costco and I can browse for an hour if I'm in the mood because I'm listening to an audiobook or a podcast, right? I am not, I have a quick story for you guys. This is me shopping. It was before Christmas and I was, I was listening to, uh, an audiobook, and I go into PetSmart to get the dog's stockings. <laughs> and I'm, I'm looking at stuff, and this woman kind of comes up to me and she with her cart, and she's like, oh, excuse me. And I'm like, oh, God, no worries. Don't even glance. And then she pushes me with her cart. I look over. It was my sister and my niece. She's all, um, hello, earbuds. Like, I was so clueless. I didn't even realize I was standing there <laughs> with my sister. That's me shopping. Um, but it's it's one of those things that being able to make a decision quickly, because for the most part, I believe that, you know, we're, you're going to learn something, even if it ends up being, you know, like I say, where I made a couple investments last year, where I knew in my gut, it all brought me to where I ended up in December, which is shutting, every, not shutting everybody out, you know what I mean, but shutting stuff down and saying, all right, I've got this. <laughs> It's my turn now. Hashtag it's my turn. You may see that from me this year. Um, but anyways, the, the quick decision making, um, I know from, from everything I've learned this year that I'm going to sit with something. And it's great, again, having Allison because uh, we get along so great, but our personalities are different. And so she's like, just sit with this or, you know, I've kind of made a commitment to myself to run stuff by her. <clears throat> Although I have to tell you, after interviewing Jason, and um, signing a contract to work with him. It's probably the first business decision I have made 
in a long time where there were zero doubts. There was nothing in me that said, oh, God, should I do this? Shouldn't I? Da-da-da. None. Nothing. So I don't know. Take that, you know, take that. And what, what, I was trying to think of another saying like, put that in your smoke and pipe. Put that in your smoke. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> I'm going to stop trying to be quippy because that's not going to work today. Um, anyways, moving on. The other thing about personal for me in 2015 is I did not put myself first, is in my health. You know, somehow I got off my routine of working out in the morning. A client needs an earlier call, right? And it's, I have to get back to that. I know myself well enough that working out in the morning is what works for me. I prefer it. It it gets me pumped for the day. And even if I don't, you know, because there's those days where you're like, I'm yawning, right? Working out or whatever. And there's those days where, I'm like, okay, let's just go, you know, I, I do Pilates, I'll do weights, cardio, whatever. But whatever that looks like, I know myself. Do it in the morning or it's probably not going to happen. Um, and so I'm going back to that schedule. And I was reading something and bear with me, I don't exactly remember where I was reading this, but the difference between, maybe it was James Altucher. Uh, great. He's got some great books, you guys. But the difference between urgent and important, right? So the important thing is my health. And that's the marathon. The urgent is, oh, a client wants an earlier call. And that can be tricky because, you know, unless you're in Hawaii, we're like the latest, the West Coast is the latest time zone, right? Um, I, I've got people on the East Coast. I've got people I connect with in Europe. And so, you know, my, I, I prefer like not scheduling calls before 10 o'clock in the morning. I don't have to drive my son to school anymore. And that was my routine. Okay, get up. I drop him off. I go straight to the gym. So now technically I could get to the gym. So instead of driving, right, go straight to the gym um, or go straight and work out. So I'm getting back to that, that period. I just need to lay it on the line and all the clients that I connect with and know, excuse me, get that. They respect that. We've got a good relationship. So, you know, the truth about 2015, it was amazing and it was tiring and it was a little frustrating at times. Uh, The good news is that I created the frustration for myself, meaning I put either undue pressure on myself or in listening to the way somebody else did something and thinking that was the way that I needed to do it, or that was the way I needed to show up that created frustration because I'm going against what in my guts, like, you know, that niggly feeling where you're like, okay, I'm doing this, but it doesn't quite feel right. Right. And the beauty of that is that I can change it. So showing up in 2016, bear with me if this sounds a little bit like a rant or a toddler having a tantrum because it's neither. It's called conviction. And in my post, you guys, I wrote, can I get an amen, right? Because we know, we always know in our gut, like, I would never, I would never write that. I would never show up that way. I wouldn't, I wouldn't use those words, right? You know yourself. So let's get into, uh, (laughs) I'm just going to kind of give you this, this bullet list because I am done doing things the way I think I'm supposed to do them. And So here's my list and I'm going to run down it and I'll expand a little bit. But first of all, if it doesn't feel like me, I'm not doing it. No more. You know, I know that there is strategy. There is, um, what's the word I'm looking for? There are, there's data, there's, there's metrics and stuff in terms of when you write, let's take copy because that's probably where I struggle the most. But if you take copy and you put an emotional word in there or you do um, an un- uncommon word. And again, you guys, I'm getting all of this wisdom <laughs> from my co-schedule headline analyzer. But I, there, there's data that says those headlines convert better. Writing this way, having a call to action, right? There's all these tangible things. But I'm going to tell you what, that I'm not going to mimic someone. You know, we talk a lot about swipe files with online marketing, and a swipe file is something where you can mimic what someone else has done. And I'm a huge believer in that. Like, but, but study it, you guys. Don't just take it and redo it. I saw something that was kind of disappointing this year. And it was a big marketer had sent something out. And literally, I got it like at, say, and I'm going to give you the exact, so like 6.04, right, PM. I get this email, subject line. Then at 6.30, somebody that I know, and I'm subscribed to their list, almost identical subject line, and they literally just swiped the email and, and swapped like the topic, but it was almost word for word, right? And not knocking. I mean, it, that, that's part of what this is. But first of all, 
what hap- what my take on that was, was there was such a level of desperation because, oh, I saw this guy's doing it. So that's, that's got to work, right? And so then you take it and then you put it out in front of your audience. And without getting too esoteric, there's an energy behind that because I felt it. I was like, this feels icky. <laughs> you guys, they literally were in my inbox, one on top of the other. And, and, and so it just, it unfortunately made me look at the marketer in a little bit different light for what that's worth. So and worth what that's worth. Uh, so I'm not going to do any of that stuff. Right. And I don't mean like not using swipe files, but just because a big marketer sends something out or someone who is had financial success in the way that they market doesn't mean it's going to work for you. And so for me, I'm not doing it. I will, I love learning and studying, but, but be yourself. You guys, I promise you it's going to work better. Um, so there's that. I'm not going to write, copy, or show up online in any way other than myself. And I don't think I do, but I struggled. I've, I've struggled with that. So I'm going to sell more. And I'm telling you guys, if you are here just for free stuff or you get offended when I make offers, then unsubscribe. And I'm not trying to be, you know, F you with that. But this is my business. <laughs> and I'm, my goal is to provide value and solve a problem. And if that's my intention and it bothers you, then go to YouTube and find free WordPress videos. That was snarky. I'm sorry. Um, I love teaching and engaging. So that's what the webinars are going to be about in 2016. And yes, I'll be making offers on a lot of those webinars. But I mentioned that I had made a big investment with webinars um, on somebody to help me with this. And this is somebody who has no problem selling $30,000, dollars $100,000 every webinar, you guys. But the way in which he does it, I have... it. I want to share a little bit more. I want somebody to to attend the webinar and it doesn't matter if, if it's a $97 product or a $37 product or a $2,000 product or training or whatever that is or to hop on a phone call with me. I want people to leave saying, well, the time isn't right for me or meaning if, if they're saying this, if they're like, well, I, this isn't in my budget um, or the time isn't right, but I'm so glad I spent that hour plus with Kim. It was, it was, I enjoyed it. I had a great time. I learned something, right? You want people to walk away feeling like they're not just watching slides that you're, you're prepping for the sale. And I, I think that's going to be shifting. I love the teaching and the sharing. Um, and I'm so going back to that. I love creating content and it's going to be a part of everything I do this year. I have talked a ton about content and you know, the next list on my bullet was I'm going to do paid traffic right and I'm going to do it consistently, which is why I've uh, hired Jason and his team. Uh, and you will hear the interview with Jason. One of the one of the differentiators for me too in hiring Jason was that he is a big believer in content and driving traffic to, to content, retargeting, repix, right? So doing that correctly. Um, I'm going to continue saying no. And I'm probably going to say yes a lot more. I which I didn't put that list. I'm going to have to do that uh, because I, I did a couple just in the last two months, maybe, but I got some great emails from people and I was like, Hey, let's hop on a Skype call. And I'm, I'm going to let that be organic. I'm not setting, I'm going to talk to five people randomly organically. When, when somebody connects and I feel it, I'm going to reach out and say, let's chit chat and just had wonderful conversations. Um, so I'm going to keep doing that, but I am going to keep saying no. And while I got myself on camera a little bit more last year than the previous year, it's got to be a regular thing for me this year, which yes, means I have to do my hair more often, but that's okay. (laughs) Um, I am launching Just Show Up. It's a community for people who need to do things their way, but you also want to learn real life business strategies and get tangible training, right? So as an example, I will be doing this uh, next week. We'll have a, I'm going to kind of have a launch webinar and it's just going to keep going. So you will also continue to hear about Just Show Up. But the first, it's going to be a content workshop. That's the first training. And I will have a guest webinar once a month. And then there's a digital magazine. I'm, I'm ridiculously excited about this. And I'd had people ask me for a long time about doing some sort of community or membership. But I didn't want to just do how to use WordPress. And you guys, I'm not knocking, but you can find most of that online. And I want to connect with people in this community who have a business and they want to learn a specific skill set, right? Like, Okay, I've already, I'm already doing X, Y, Z. How do I take that to the next level? Um, so I'm excited. I'm going to launch Just Show Up. And that is my mantra, obviously. 
hashtag just show up. But we could talk about hashtags a whole other time because I love talking in them, like via texting and being sarcastic about them. They're, they're, it's funny, but yet they work, right? So um, this year, I'm also only going to work from the consultant teacher perspective, meaning I'm not the technician or support anymore. I've hired a great team and I need to continue growing it so that I can continue showing up, right? I built a brand that connects to my name. I built a brand with the podcast, which is my voice. And so I enjoy doing this. You guys, like I was that kid that put on shows in the neighborhood, right? Um, It doesn't mean I'm not going to have my hands in WordPress every day, or it doesn't mean that I'm not going to work on client things, but I need to trust the team to be the technicians and the support and that I get to be the consultant, you know? Um, And all of that, I'm going to just preface or qualify that with me being the technician was all in my own head. And I, I created that. So that's a belief that I've worked really hard to shift and I've brought some amazing people into my life, meaning the, the people that I'm working with, the caliber of people that I'm working with now, get that. And so that feels really good. Um, and I've raised project prices and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to stick with that. I won't, I won't drop them. I won't go below prices. Um, and maybe I'll do some bigger offerings. I want to do a few live events this year. In terms of like with the podcasting, I you can't beat that connection, you guys, that intimate, let's create something together. Let's get together and let's work through this. Um, so stay, you'll hear about that within the first quarter. Um, but, and again, I have a feeling there's more to this list, um, <laughs> but I'm just going to trust that it's going to evolve organically and I will probably uh, be pushing more of that out um, on the new show. Dun, 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 which, yes, I am launching another podcast called Just Show Up. The tagline for that is do business as only you can do. Now, just show up, you guys, is evolving. This is coming, um, I would say, mid-January. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do interviews with this as well. It's going to complement the community. But my goal is that I can, I can talk about things which, <laughs> I don't know, in a way, you know, when it comes to the WordPress chick, you guys, I don't really... Um, stick to WordPress. You know that, right? It's more entrepreneurial. It's my journey. It's sharing other people's stories. It's connecting with people that are doing cool stuff. And so that's, that's very similar to what just show up is going to be, but it's going to, what, what I like about it is that it opens the door for me to talk about other things as well, right? Like spirituality, mindset, dating. Yes, I've decided that's going to be part of 2016 for me. And I cannot believe that I just publicly committed to that, but I'm going to do it. So we'll see where that goes. Um, But I'm excited about it because it's going to push me out of my comfort zone. I've decided that I am going to, it's going to be similar format in terms of where there'll be solo shows and there'll be interviews, um, but I may do themes. So it's going to be interesting. Like I may, I'm thinking I might do a theme, you know, for a month um, about taking a risk or something. Another theme might be about pulling in your spirituality into your business. And so I don't know what that looks like, but I think I'm going to theme it. And what I'm going to do is I think the interviews are going to be done via Blab. So I'm going to be on camera for those. But I'm looking at as part of, as, as part of the content strategy for 2016, you know, when you're creating, when you do something like Blab, you end up with video with chat, right? So you get this video with the chat, you get audio, and then I can do the written post as well. So you're getting multiple types of content for people. Um, and, and then the beauty of that is based on the feedback. And I'm going to tell you guys, you know, I did, I only did two Periscopes this year. Um, and I like Periscope. It was great. I like the idea of Blab because it's more manageable with a chat versus having to, you know, look at questions popping up on your phone that then disappear. Um, but I'm going to tell you the first Blab I, uh, Periscope I did, I announced it and I had, I don't know, like 104 people live. I can get 104 people registered for web- webinar. I can't get them to show up. So what does that tell you? There's something about the live streaming and I, I'm not about to you know, pretend I can predict this stuff, but I, we're just going to keep seeing more of that. So if there's a way that you can integrate that into your business, um, I would think about it. And all those things that you worry about, I worry about too, like, oh, what do I look like on camera? Um, what do I sound like? But the more you do it, the more you just get used to hearing yourself and, and seeing yourself and you know, we all have those innate fears. So <laughs> you're not in it alone. Um, so in the infamous words of Wayne, as in uh, Wayne's world, <laughs> game on. You guys remember that scene um, <laughs> when they're out? I, yeah, I'm totally talking about 
Wayne's World, but they're out playing um, hockey in the street, right? Like roller, roller, I don't know what you would even call it, but they're on roller skates uh, or roller blades. And they kept going, game on, car, car, you know, so they have to pull the goalies out of the street. And then it's game on when the cars go by. Anyways. And lastly, but not least, is I am going to have more fun this year. (laughs) I'm not saying that the experiences I had last year were not fun because they were. But again, those intense few days, you don't get a lot of space in there. I mean, you know, I look back at, again, Maui. Maui was a ton of fun. (laughs) Alice and I had one night where we ended up uh, going to a bar with people afterwards and it just got a little buzzed. It was hysteric. We just, we, I laughed a ton that night. Right. And again, you guys, I'm not a big partier, but it was one of those organic, it happened, but, and that's not my definition of fun, mind you. Um, but I want to bring more play into my life this year. It's, it's, I, I realized also with some of the things I've gone through and continue working through with Susan, who, you know, I've mentioned her before, but is a therapist, but really more of kind of this life mentor that, you know, laughter is so healing for me. And it blows me away when I look back. And here's here's something you might want to do. And I was thinking about this, I was writing this post, that I'm going to make a list of beliefs that have shifted for me. Because I started thinking about the things that, you know, used to send me in a tailspin and don't anymore, right? So, So as an example, you know, money's been a big thing for me. Um, My weight's been a big thing for me. And so to be able to step back and say, wow, I spent a lot of money on those things. They didn't have the payoff I wanted, but I'm like, next. And it doesn't stick. Like that is such a freaking win to me, you guys. I can't begin to tell you. Or to be like, uh, not digging the way I look. And and you guys, I'm not, trust me, I'm not being hard on myself. It's It's a fact. I've got a mirror. It's okay. But I'm back on track. It's all good. Back to juicing, which I've never stopped. But you know, I'm saying it's like that is such a win. So if you can give yourself that, I think that's a great way to go into the new year. I have another podcast interview coming up with an author named Brock Cannon, and he wrote this book called The Switchback Approach. And you'll hear it, it's great. It's a novel. But the cool thing about Brock, I was I was listening when we were talking, and he said, you know, one of the things he does when he's coaching people, he's done a lot of health coaching, is that instead of taking things away that his goal is to add something. So he gave me an example and you're going to hear this all again. So, but he gave me the example of somebody who this guy was a, a, a bicyclist, um, uh, mountain biker, which is what um, Brock is also. And the guy had put on about 30 pounds. We want to take it off. But instead of, all right, eliminate X, Y, Z from your diet, Brock said, let's just add a gallon of water a day. Sorry, I had to take a sip of water <laughs> based on that. But so what happens, first of all, is he knows like what what adding that water is going to do for this guy because a lot of times we eat when we're hungry, right? I mean, thirsty. And so with that, I thought, okay, how nice, like how refreshing to to add something, right? Instead of taking away. So what if you did that instead of looking at the things that need to change and saying, damn, I have come a long way. Good on me, right? Like looking back and, and, and for me to be able to sit here and say, wow, I spent a lot of money last year. Excuse me, I invested a lot of money. Some paid off, some didn't. But I can tell you that the clarity that I got in December made it all worth it. And the fact that I'm that I'm sitting here knowing that I'm not spinning, like... It's huge to me. It's huge to me that I can go, you know, in an hour conversation with Susan and I can go from being in tears in the first 20 minutes to, you know, the last 15 minutes, the call that I'm laughing and I've let it go like huge gift to myself. So the play piece of it, I just <laughs> laugh. Who doesn't want to laugh, right? Like I, I just went and saw sisters, by the way, last night with Allison and it is hysterical And it just felt really good to laugh. And that was after having seen The Big Short, which is about the fall of the economy in 2008 in the mortgage industry. So that was a little depressing. But, you know, like taking time to have some more fun this year. And I I made a really conscious decision over the holidays and with this time for myself to simply be present. That no matter where I went, 
I was going to enjoy it and I was going to make the most of that moment. And we had a ton of fun on Christmas with the family. I've had some great times just seeing friends, whatever it is, had an ornament exchange with my girlfriends, like just really being present. It's felt awesome. Um, and so with that, you know, the first part of the year, it's like, I don't care if it's a comedy club or a funny movie. Like when was the last time you went to a comedy club, right? Like I had not done that in a long time. But, you know, in the first quarter of this year, I already have a weekend planned with my girlfriends to just kind of go up and hang. And, you know, we've got a place in the snow. We're going to go just kick back. Uh, I'm going to go see Wicked again. I'm taking a friend to go see Wicked in March. And then later in March, going down to see friends in Southern California that I haven't seen. And it's not a business trip. It's simply to go be social and see people, right? So, I don't know what this looks like. It, it, it could simply be going out back with the puppies, which they're like a year and a half, but they're still puppies to me. They go cuckoo playing, catching the ball, right? So they're so happy doing that, that that's a great break in my day, even just to go out and first of all, get some fresh air, but just to play with the dog. So I don't know what this is going to look like, you guys, but I definitely want to play more this year. It, it's just... I don't want to say that it's been lacking in my life, but I didn't allow it to be the priority. You know what I'm saying? Or to be a priority, I should say. Um, and the beauty of that is that it completely ties in with putting my health first and putting myself first. So um, there you have it, you guys. That is my my truth about 2015, uh, what's coming in 2016, showing up, I should say, um, and having way more fun. I hope you guys had a fantastic year. And, and honestly, for yourselves, First of all, I'd love your comments, of course, but before you do all your planning and whatever that looks like for you, again, you know that I'm this, like, do what works for you. You know, it's funny is my friend Trey got me this huge whiteboard. I've actually got whiteboards on the wall in my office too. Um, But I felt a little cramped in my office, so I put it away because what works for me, like, I I like to write also. Um, I've got a passion planner, colors, whatever works for you. If, if setting plans like that doesn't work for you, don't. Do what works for you. But all I'm saying, look back on the last year and realize I would call out the things that you have done well first. Call out how far you've come. And, and I know this is a uh, sort of a gratitude practice and do it whatever way works for you. But I'm simply suggesting that you acknowledge what you've done well because you know, it's with that, it's a lot easier to want to keep doing more, if that makes sense. I'm kind of rambling. Fortunately, you guys are kind of used to that. So happy new year. I love you all tons. Thank you so much for, for being a part of my life and my journey. Um, and I'm excited to share the next year with you and, uh, get you to just show up by the way, you guys wait, when you see this, I've had some really fun stickers. Um, pretty, <laughs> I, I, I think I told you I owned a scrapbook store, right? So yeah, I have just show up stickers. Shoot me a message if you want one. Um, happy to drop it in the mail, but happy new year. Here's to an amazing 2016, lots more fun and showing up. So happy new year, guys. As always, thank you for listening. And if you haven't, I'd love a review on iTunes. Just head on over. Um, give me a shout out and feel free to hit me up on Twitter. Leave me, you know, a comment on the blog or whatever. Um, I'm I'm having a ton of fun. I'm thinking we should do a just show up meetup in the Bay Area. What do you think? Anyways, more on that later. Just reach out and chat with me, guys. I love hearing from you. Uh, Happy New Year. 